Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So, um, welcome to the PJ's cast. I am not your host, Pierce, but, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm Pierce. I Hi. <laughs> yeah. Top of the mountain to all of you. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. And, Explicit podcast, I guess. And what we're doing today is we're doing the Olympic roster predictions. Um, so we're going to do alphabetical order and we're going to start with, uh, Canada. Um, so, Jimmy, you said you did not make a roster for Canada, So, right? I did say to you, Pierce, that I, there's no... Sorry, I just saw the worst thing. Um, I said that <laughs> um, I said that I wouldn't make a Canada mock roster because there's literally no point to doing it. It's like looking at Golden State and, and just yeah, picking like and just assorting the roster. I don't care. I do not care about making a Canadian. We do not roster. care. Well, I care. <laughs> I care. I care. I care, I care because the sports. Something about the sports integrity and you know something like that. Some shit. We're off to a great start. We really are. Oh, uh, let's not waste any time. Let's uh, get right into the sucker. So, who, uh, Schmidt, you did Canada, right? Though you did your yeah, I did. Do you, want, do you want to go first? Uh sure. So, do we want to just go line by line and then so, just explanation? Yeah, what I did was I wrote down the players in alphabetical order. So I did goalies, defensemen, and forwards. But you can just do lines, whatever. Okay, yeah, I, I had mine set up by lines. That's just why. So, um, right. my first line, I'm just going fucking ridiculous, goofy speed. So it's McKinnon, McDavid, Brayton Point. Like that's just about as. <laughs> That's about as goofy as it gets, I think. That's, uh, like, just pure speed, pure goal scoring. Just, like, I don't – there's no stopping that, you know? Uh, second line, it's been bread and butter for Canada for the last decade. Marsha and Crosby, Bergeron. Like, that's – like, come on. Like, still, still amazing line. All of them are still great. The third line, I'm making just a pure shutdown line. I got Couturier, O'Reilly, and Stone. I think just put the three best defensive forwards out there and let them shut down anyone else's top line. Um, wow. And then the fourth line in my extra forwards, I just kind of like threw in uh, Barzell, Stamkos, and Huberto. I think in some way, shape, or form should be in this lineup, especially Stamkos because he's just been 
has horrible luck with the Olympics. Yeah, he yeah, like, hasn't played in the Olympics yet. Exactly. Because he broke his leg last time in 2014, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then 2018, they didn't let him go. So. And 2010, he was like way too young. I think he was only yeah. 19. He still almost made it, though. He still almost yeah. made it in 2010. And then um, my extras, I have Mark Shifley, John Tavares, and Mitch Marner. I, I mean, I think those are the three easiest uh, taxi squad forwards you can add and are all pretty good choices. And then um, my defense is where it gets interesting because I, I, I really try to make my pairings a very specific. So my top pair is just the t- who, in my opinion, are the two best Canadian defense right now. It's Adam Pellick and Kale McCarr. That's my top pairing for the Team Canada. I, I don't think there would be a That's better one in this disgusting. entire tournament. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. And then oh my, God. my second pair, I'm just going with two guys who I know have chemistry together and I know can play this play the white, right way on a second pair. I got Shea Theodore and Alex Petrangelo. I think that's just money in the bank for a second pair. And the third pair is where I know I don't think we're all going to be on the same page. I got Jacob Trichman and Aaron Ekblad. I think those two are, have really shined over yes. the last two seasons, and yes. I think they're going to take spots over guys like Shabbat and Ducky Hamilton and <clears throat> Drew Doughty, who I have on my taxi squad, just because I think those yeah, are the next I guys don't... up. Maybe Morgan Riley, but I don't, I don't think so. But um, see, the the first thing I think about with the Olympics is winners, and Duncan Keith has won three Stanley Cups and gold multiple. And come times, on, so... Drew Doughty should be in the main roster, yeah. hey? Christopher Latang now. should be here. Christopher Latang. But yes. I, I don't know. Jordan Bennington should be there too. I believe he's got a cup to his name. Stop, stop. That's true. But no. uh, and then goalies, it's pretty straightforward. I got Price Flurry, and then I just threw Kemper in as the extra because I think if Kemper's hot with Colorado, <laughs> they'll just ride the hot hand with their goalie. He's gonna be sick if he doesn't get hurt, man. So yeah, Canada's ridiculously goofy, and um, yeah. Also, like my hot hot take is: don't be surprised if Brett Burns is on that back end in some way, shape, or form. That's like my other hot take. That's going to be so bad for Canada, man. It, dude, uh, they, I mean, they but it's Canada. You can afford to have one of those. Yeah, I know. It's just like yeah. I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, a guy like him's on that team. Because, like, I picked a relatively young defense. I think Petrangelo is the oldest guy on there. So, Yeah, you know they be, won't do that. that. Well, like, they got eight, they got veterans on the forwards, so I guess it might be fine. I don't know. What, what do you got, Pierce? Uh, so I'm just going to go through who I have, and then I'll go through the lineups and kind of why I chose it. So for goalies, I chose Marc-Andre Fleury and Carey Price. I'm on the same page as you. Um, Price is interesting because, yeah, he was there in 2014. He was there in 2016 as well for the World Cup of Hockey and the Olympics, respectively. But uh, he does have, I think, I don't know how long, how long he's out with an injury. So for the time being, I do have Fleury starting over Price just because I do really do think that Fleury is going to, have a, another solid year and a hot start, so which would give him an, an upper hand on uh, Carey Price, but it wouldn't surprise me if Carey Price started at all. Um, I did bring Carter Hart as my extra just because I feel he probably isn't the like best. That. He probably Sorry. isn't the best That's option. Good. Right? Oh, no, all good. I, didn't, I don't think he's the best option right now, but I feel like he's going to be a future of Team Canada. He's not going to get any games played, so I think him uh, coming to the Olympics, kind of getting that experience, getting that mentorship underneath uh, uh, legends like Fleur and Price would help him a lot, so I think that's what I, they do. I like that a lot. I was going to say I was kind of torn between him or ba- uh, Blackwood for a little bit, too. So Yeah, I, I thought like of Blackwood. I thought of Kemper, but I don't know. I'd, I like that. Better. And yeah, I'm doing this based off of what I would do and not what Canada mm-hmm. would do. Oh, yeah, um, 100%. Yeah, it's our, that's it's, all it's this your is. personal list. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, defensemen. So I think for the most part, I did agree with you, Shmay. So for defensemen, I have Jacob Chikrin, Aaron Eckblad, Dougie Hamilton, Kale McCarr, Adam Pellick, Alex Petrangelo, and Shea Theodore. And then my extra is Thomas Shabbat. 
And then we go to forwards. I have Matthew Barzell, Patrice Bergeron, Sean Couturier, Sidney Crosby, Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, Nathan McKinnon, Brad Marchand, Mitch Marner, Connor McDavid, Ryan O'Reilly, Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, Mark Stone, and then my extra forward was uh, John Tavares. Uh, I, did, I don't know if you guys did this, but I did alternates and captains. Uh, for my alternates, I chose oh, I uh, Alex Petrangelo, who was there at the 2014 Olympics. I think he's the only defenseman and one of the only few players in general that was there at the 2014 Olympics. So I gave him the alternate. I gave Bergeron the alternate because I think him and Crosby were the only players on Team Canada that, that were there in 2010 and 2014. Crosby, obviously, is captain. Then McDavid, he's going to be the captain probably in the future. So I gave them the alternate as well. Um, I, I'd 100% agree with the captains, by the way. I didn't do any, but those captains are 100%. Yeah, I did it for all the life. teams. Um, oh, so for good, line, yeah, I'm going to do that. I, I, I can think of them as we go. We're good. Yeah. So. Um, I like those, though. Yeah, so for my lines, I did Huberdo, McDavid, and McKinnon. Uh, it's funny when uh, like when – when uh schmitty you were going over your lines and i've kind of part of me has been thinking like what if this is the year canada just maybe falls off and doesn't even get a medal and then you like you immediately come out with the line it's like oh they're gonna put nathan mckinnon connor mcdavid and uh brain point on the first time like, oh that's, that's not bad we could do a lot they're worse than be that. Fine. yeah <laughs> so yeah uh huberto mcdavid and mckinnon mcdavid and mckinnon you just have pure speed pure skill <laughs> good luck to any defensive pairing stopping that uh jonathan huberto very underrated playmaker like just one of the more underrated players in general in the NHL. And I think he's deserving of that top line spot. I agree with you, Schmidt. I went for the, the line that's been there for a while, McDavid, Crosby and Bergeron. Just, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, the third line, I went Stamkos, Point and Marner, two Tampa Bay players. And then I would just love to see Point from Marner one in Canada. So that's why I put them on the same line. <laughs> um, and, then, and then I agreed with you again, Schmidt. Uh, my fourth line is just completely shut down. Couturier, uh, O'Reilly and Stone. And when I was looking, I was kind of just looking at examples across uh, the internet, just like for what the lines were. And most of them had 13 forwards like dressed and then seven defensemen dressed. So the 13th forward I had dressed, and I think there's a 14th forward that you scratch. So my 13th forward was uh, Matthew Barzell. You can kind of put him in anywhere. I don't know if he's going to regular that he could, but that's the thing with Canada. They just have so many skilled players that... Uh, you can really throw Barzell anywhere, and Tavares is my extra forward. Again, you can insert him in there. There's really no pro, like no wrong way you can do this if you're Canada. Um, onto the defensive pairings, uh, easy one. Another one I did say agree with you, Schmidt. Uh, Theodore Petrangelo as my top pairing. The two Vegas uh, players. I think a big theme was doing as best as I could to kind of put players on the same team. Uh, together on, on defensive pairings, our forward lines. So, example, Crosby, Bergeron, then Stamkos and Point, and now Theodore and Petrangelo. My second pairing is uh, Chikrin and Makar. I just like their ability to skate the puck out um, and just move the play. And then the third pairing, I could feel it could be more of a shutdown pairing. You can kind of – I have Adam Pellick on my third pairing, and I do have Dougie Hamilton playing there. I have Ekblad as the seventh defenseman, but again, you can you can't go wrong. You can switch Ekblad and Hamilton, but that's what I have. And then kind of as I mentioned earlier – I had Fleury starting just for now because I do think he'll have more time to kind of like roll into the tournament as the hot hand over Price because he has an injury. Well, that could easily change, but either way, I think it should be Fleury and Price as the two goalies. But so yeah, that's my team Canada. Dude, Chicker McCarr would be so nasty. Oh, oh my what? god, I didn't even think about that. Ooh, and I like the idea of putting uh, Marner, Sam Coast, and Point on a line. I actually really like that idea because like. Obviously, like, Marner's a fantastic playmaker, and you put two of the best shots in the league on that line with him. That could just be disgusting. Like, 
And it's not you the playoffs for Marner. Maybe he scores in this. <laughs> yeah, maybe with an actual good team around him, he gets goals. So, you know, I don't know if that's yeah. just me. Or he has, the, he has the team support to do it. But <laughs> um, So, uh, so Shmini, you did the Czech Republic. I did not do the Czech Republic at all. So, <laughs> I just want to, yeah. So, let's just go through what you had. I, we're just going in alphabet okay, order. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, um, it's fine. So, uh, I was kind of curious about the Czech Republic to begin with, to be honest, because... I, I, I mean, they have talent. Like they have, they have a pretty decent. Dominic Kubelik, baby. The back ends, yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. Back I think that's questionable, but sorry, my main question is: Did Yarmir Yager make the team and David Krejci? Yes, Yarmir Yager and David Krejci did make the team. Yes, sir. So, um, so for my top line, I did Andre Pilat, David Krejci, David Pasternak. I think just put three of their best forwards out there. I think Pilat can just go get the puck, and Krejci just sets up Pasternak. That's about as textbook of a top line as you get. Second line, I think you get fun. I got Kubelik, Hurdle, and Voracek. I think oh, just you put pretty a good. very good playmaker That's... with two great shooters like you were thinking. And two big bodies like, like Hurdle exactly, and Kubelik. That's going to be hard to deal with. And they know how to Voracek's use Voracek's not small so either. Matters. Voracek's a big dude too. So that, that, I feel like that could just be a, a, a line that not a lot of teams maybe have a counter to, especially like when you see how small some of these teams are going to go with forwards and whatnot. Um, my third line, I think, could just be pure speed and fun. You got Vrana, Natchez, and Heedle. Oh, my um, God. Just, Czech Republic is not that, that just, bad, Drew. Yeah, that I'm could be an interesting line. Man. Oh, yeah. And then my fourth line, um, I got I got Yager, David Kampf, and Tomasz Nosek <laughs> because they kind of get really fragile David with center. Kemp, bro. They, they get fragile with center after Natchez. So I think David Kampf has a legitimate shot of making this team. That's as a fourth awesome. line center. And then my That's extra awesome. skater was between um, uh, Michael Froelich and Philip Sedina. It just depends if they want to give Froelich a shot at the Olympics or if they want to, because he, I mean, he's the third leading uh, active scorer for the Czech Republic. I found out. So, I mean, that's Wait, pretty, who is? Michael Froelich. Damn. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 something points. Yeah. Like he's not yeah. that, like, I think he would be. Froelich is the man. Line. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, if you go on Sportsnet, you can watch a video of him uh, earning Seth Jones for a shorthanded goal. Oh, my God. Who Among Us has not done that, though? No. Oh, yeah. Kind of Anyways, um, but, did, uh, you guys see, uh, did you guys see Barstool Chiefs tweet today? Dude, I don't, want, I don't want to get into that. Bit. Let's not get into that. No. I, wanted to, I wanted this to be a happy I No, I just want to laugh. I just want to laugh. <laughs> That's a la- No, this is not a whole conversation. I... Nikhil Sergachev's real name is very interesting. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. um, the back end uh, is really suspect. I, I have Ruda. Kempney Ruda. <laughs> yeah, well, Kempney Ruda is the second pairing, but Verona um, uh, Gudis is the top pairing. I feel like Radko Gudis has earned that top pairing spot on the team. I think he'll actually wear an A on that team also. If, if we're being honest, just because he's got veteran leadership on that back end, Hronik's, I think, their highest ceiling um, defenseman. And then their third pairing after Kempney Ruda, I had Redding Shimmick and Libor Hayek. Uh, Kenny's going to love that one. Um, but Hayek's <laughs> honestly one of their best skaters that they have active in the league. There might be some guys in the Czech Republic that I'm not thinking of that maybe haven't gone over. That's kind of why I didn't do the Czech Republic, because I'm like, they're probably going to mix in some guys from Europe that I don't know. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> But um, yeah. So like that's that's all right. But then in goal you have Morassic and then maybe, 
Yeah, <laughs> comes out of retirement. 40 something year old Hashik, yeah. And then Vanacek. So, I mean, it's not a bad team. And then I have Krejci as the captain, Vorchek as an assistant, and then Gudis as an assistant. So, that's, um, that would be what I would think a Czech Republic team could look like. And that's a team that, like, if you're not prepared, they could they could surprise you, I think, with their top nine, at least. That's the thing oh, with sorry. this tournament. Shit, Yager's the captain, not Krejci. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. No, <laughs> no that's understandable. Um, but, yeah, that's the, the thing with this tournament. There's so many, there's so much damn talent. There's going to be a team that that's probably more deserving of getting a medal and won't get one at all. 100%, yeah. Um, on to Team Finland. Uh, Jimmy, do you want to wanna go at this first? Yeah, sure, sure. So um, I said I had a bit of a hot take with the top line. Um, I Even after such a struggle the last two seasons, I, I think I'd put line A top line, Barkov and Ranson in. Because if there's anybody that's going to get him going, it's a guy like Rantanen. It's a guy like Barkov. He's Spoiler alert, right I did now. the same thing too, so I agree with you. Jim. I did the same thing also. Same line? <laughs> Yep, yeah, Ranton and Barkov line. No okay, yeah, yeah. Because, like, mm-hmm. you've got the two of the most electric players, Barkov and Ranton, in, and, you know, Patrick Line playing with them versus Patrick Line playing All big with bodies. Jack Roslovic. So I think he fits in perfectly there, and that sets up what I think is a great second line. Rope Hints centering the uh, the Cherubs, as uh, John Forslund would say. Table Teravine and Sebastian Ajo on the same line. So... I really like that for the sense of uh, they have some of the best chemistry in the entire NHL. So uh, that's what I'm going with for my second line. Uh, the third one, um, you know, Granlund, I think, has gotten a bit of a bad rep the last few years. I think he still has. He's playing on Nashville. Him. Her offense He's goes to Nashville. Exactly, yeah. So Granlund with two great offensive pieces. Kapanen is not the best player by any means. He's not a dynamite player, but. He can spark something now and then. He's got a he lot can of speed. sure as hell skate in a straight line. Yeah, exactly. As fast and, as anyone. And that's you don't really have that on Nashville. So yeah, go let him play with that. Uh, and uh, Capo Caco on his other side. And I think uh, we've seen Caco taking strides the last couple of seasons. And I think he'll probably break out this season. And uh, I mean, I think he's a lock for Finland anyways. But I think that's going to earn him a good spot there. Um, for my fourth line, I wasn't really. It's tough. Because I really like Pugliarvi. So much talent. So much talent. I love Pugliarvi, but I don't know if I'd want him as a fourth-line guy. That's where my 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 uh, questioning comes in here. I think, because I know Hala and Armia, those are the two guys I know for sure I want on the fourth line. Those are fourth-line type players. They're, gr- they're great players. I almost wonder if you put Kakaniami next to them. Because he's... More than anything, he's defensively reliable. I think Kakaniami might be the guy I put in that fourth line because I'm kind of flip-flopping him in Pugliarvi. I think Kakaniami probably fits the role way more, though. So that's for forwards. Um, Pierce, if you want to get into your forwards. We can um, oh, do you want to do your whole team or do you want to just like do oh, it? Oh, it's, it doesn't matter. To me. I can team. go to my forwards. Okay, yeah, you go. Okay, yeah, just get over with, you know, move through it. Um, so like flip-flopping around. Uh, so this was very, okay. We talked about a lot of talent, not so much in the back end. Yeah. It starts to thin out a bit. Yeah. After the top four, after the top three, I'm not pleased. Um, I put for my top pairing, uh, Heiskanen and Yoki Haru. I don't care. Anybody says Yoki Haru still a very good defenseman on one of the worst teams in the last decade. So give him his respect. I'm going to put him with Heiskanen. That's Chicago and Buffalo, by the way. Yes, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. So, um, I want to put those two together. I think they complement each other really well. Um, second pairing is uh, 
talk about opposites. Um, Lindell and Ristolainen. Lindell is the only guy that I could stomach putting with Ristolainen. So, like we talked about, maybe Ristolainen finds his game in Philadelphia. Um, either way, we know he's going to be on Finland. Whether he's bad or not, he's been there for he's a long He's a defenseman. Time. He's right-handed. He's tall. He's going to make it. He's one of the only right-handed Finnish defensemen in the NHL. One of, like, two or three. And Yoki Haru is one of them. So, yeah, he, he's got to be there. And the only person that I think can really, like, keep him, af- keep him afloat uh, defensively is Lindell. Um, and this isn't really the same for the bottom pairing, but I do think that Olimata and Vatnin would complement each other really well. Vatnin's not horrible defensively, but he does move the puck more than he, you know, he's more of a, you know, he pushes offense and whatnot more than he uh, defends. So I, I think Mata being a little more stay at home is perfect for him. Uh, and for goalies, I just uh, easily sorrows for the starter. I think with Rask being injured, um, I don't know if they want to put him right back in there. I think he comes back. Is it December? He's expected to come back. Yeah, December, January, something like that. It's, doesn't have a whole lot of time to kind of ease his way in. It's, it's kind of the exactly. same thing with Carey Price and for Canada. Yeah. So, yeah, Soros for Pasalo. I put Rask as a third. I'm sure they'll keep him there. I just don't think he's going to. If he's healthy, he has to get the start though. Absolutely, absolutely. If he's ready to go. Yeah, like that's your guy. It's always yeah, been your guy. He's a starter, no question. If he's ready to go. Yeah, and he's one of the best goalies in the NHL. So, but Boston yeah. fans don't agree with that because, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, I'm sure. Do you want to go, or do you want me to go? Doesn't matter to me. Uh, I'll go. Yeah, sure. So okay. I had the same. I had the same top line as Jimmy. Well, um, Ranton and Barkov line. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, my second line, I actually. So my forward core, I think I set up just a little differently. I uh, I kept Terramine and Aho together, but I put Granlin with them as their third. I think oh. I think Mikel Granlin's a guy who's shown if you put him with the right talent, he knows how to play up to his play up to a different level of competition. So I think putting him with uh, Aho yeah. and Terramine, who are both very good playmakers, that will help extremely much or extremely well. Um, this my third line's Kapanen, and Hens and Kako, just because I think that's a lot of speed, a lot of youth. Um, it could maybe cause some problems for a bottom six that isn't expecting it. And then the fourth line, I, I was thinking maybe keeping it defensive, but I just kind of like threw some names. I had Don Skoy Hala and um, Yoel Armina, Armia. Um, <laughs> I think Armia has really started to pick up over the last two years. And like it, um, one thing I don't think we're going to think about, about is they're probably going to be looking at what you've done since the pandemics ended. So the last two playoffs in the bubble, uh, Armia has been great. So dynamite I would the think, last one too. Yeah, I yeah. think that would play a huge part into it. And then my extra skater was uh Tolbinin. I don't think Poyarvi makes this team personally. Um yeah. my pairings, yeah. my top pairings, Haskin and Rissalainen, I think they just put right they're gonna put him on the top pair because he plays big minutes. Like that's just the way it is. And I think Haskinen can honestly carry the load. It's not he's done it before in Dallas. Um second pairing, I I think veteran leadership's gonna get taken into account a lot of this team on the back end. So I think it's going to be Lindell and Sammy Votnin. Um, I don't think people realize how injured Sammy Votnin has been over the last couple of years, but like if he gets a healthy start to this year, I definitely think he's a lock to make this team and he's proven he could be on a top four role. Um, third pairing. I have Oli Mata, Henry Yoki, Haru. just that that seems like the most logical set of defensemen that make it. And then my extra is Yanni Hockenpah. I think they just take one of the best defensive defensemen on there. And um, he could easily take Botnan or Yoki Haru's spot, in my opinion. I think he could legitimately make that top six just because he's such a good defensive defenseman. 
And then my goalies were Saros, Rask, and Corpusello. Rask has an asterisk just because of his injury, but I think Saros will get the start, especially if he's hot this year with Nashville, because he th- that would mean he's carried it for a good sixty something games by then. So, ready? Yep, I, did, I had the exact same defense as you, by the way. You did? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, so I'll get into my team. So, uh, the, for goalies, I had Eunice Corpusello, UC Saros, extras to Rask, just because don't know of his uh, status, but if he is healthy. And it's had like a couple months to kind of settle back in. Like if he comes back in December, I think he could, he should be their goalie, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, defenseman, I have Yanni Hakimpa, Mira Heiskinen, Henry Okiharu, um, Issa Lindell, Olimada, Rasmus Ristolainen, and Sammy Vatanen. And then my extra is Marcus Nudevara. Now, this is a situation where I could see Finland going to Finland and grabbing like a defenseman we don't know about, or they could even go after a younger defenseman like Vili Hainol or something. So, because just kind of because their defense is Finn, but then. Their goalie is in forward to make up for it. So forwards, I have Sebastian Ajo, Alexander Barkov, Yunistan Skoy, Mikhail Granlund, uh, Eric Haula, Rupe Hens, Kapukako, Kasperi Kapanen, Kasperi Kokniemi, Patrick Laine. I did have Jesse Pugliarvi making the team. Um, Miko Rantanen, Table Tervainen, and then my extra was Joel Armia. Uh, as for captains and alternates, uh, my captain was Alexander Barkov because I believe he is the only... Uh, Finnish captain in the NHL could be wrong on that, but like certainly, certainly the most prominent one. And I believe he was on the 2014 team. So there's some experience there. Um, for alternates, I had Mira Heiskanen because he's, he's like the main defenseman there. And then for Fords, I have Sebastian Ajo and Table Terravine. Um, onto Lions, same thing as first line as you guys. Uh, Ranton and Barkoff line, a, a hot, uh, like a big skilled line to play against. I, oh man, I, I would love to watch that. Second line, I have Terravine, uh, and uh, Sebastian Aho and Jesse Pugliarvi because I love the chemistry that Terravine and uh, Aho have. And I feel like Jesse Pugliarvi just with the biggest smile on his face is going to go to the corner, go to the front of that, get the pucks and bang the pucks in. So that's why I have him there. Third line, I kind of went for more of like a two way shutdown line, I guess. Uh, I have Granlund, Hints, and Donskoy. Um, and then the fourth line, Howla, Kakaniemi, and Kapanen gives you some speed, bit of youth. And then my extra forward is Capocaco. Um, you can throw Joel Armia in here again. It's another example. Like you could really mix and match. It doesn't matter. To her. But uh, yeah, uh, d- defense again, the same thing as Schmitty. Uh, literally all the same lines uh, for all the same reasons. Uh, <laughs> and then the goalies for now, Saros Corpusalo. But if Rask is healthy, it would be Rask and Saros for me. So, yeah. That's Team Finland. Um, go on to Russia now. Uh, you can go Schmini or I can go. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, all right, I'll go. Yeah. Um, so Russia's definitely going to be interesting just because when I was looking at their team, they really don't have a lot of centers. So there's going to be some wingers. I, that that's like the one team I that. had to redo and kind of like take into mm-hmm. consideration because I had to know they have a ton of wingers. So many wingers, and they're so deep. It's, you could it's argue insane. they have the best wingers of anyone in the tournament, I would say. Just 100%. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, it's not even close, in my opinion. Maybe Canada. That's the only one that's close. Um, but top line, I think, is just going to be a nasty. It's going to be Ovechkin, Malkin, Kaprizov. They're just going to they're gonna put the three best or three of the hottest. Well, I think they're just going to put Ovechkin and Malkin together because, of course, they're going to. And then they put just that new young, like, the new toy, Kaprizov, on that line, basically. Second line, I think they go with, like, chemistry from old days. It's Panarin, Kuznetsov, Kucherov. Like, that that line has chemistry with each other from Russia. I think they played in, like, uh, inter- international situations together. Um, just disgusting. And if Kuznetsov's going to bounce back, it doesn't hurt to play with Panarin or Kucherov on your line. 
And then um, third line, I have Andre Sveshnikov, Pavel Buchnevich, and Andre or Andre uh, Alexander Radulov. And um, I I think that's just a big like hardy line of just giant forwards that are just going to beat you for the puck. And it faceoffs become a problem with that line, so be it. Because I think they're big enough to where they can just. I think their skill will overmate overcome that. Exactly. And then the fourth line, I have um, Evgeny Dadunov, Ivan Barbashev, and Vladimir Tarasenko. I put Barbashev on there because I think they're going to need some form of defensive center. And um, Dadunov and Tarasenko, I think Dadunov should make it, and then Tarasenko should, in theory, make the team. But if he's rough start to the season, I could see a world where he doesn't make it and a guy like Gurionov makes it over him or something. But uh, my extra is either him or Ilya Kovalchuk. Just depends on exactly what. Russia's thinking um, wouldn't surprise me one bit of Kovalchuk's on that team. Um, defensive pairings, I have uh, Provorov Sergachev as the top pair. Just put the two best defensemen together. Um, Sergachev's played right side before. It's not a problem. Um, second pairing is where it gets interesting. I have Dmitry Orlov and Artem Zub. Uh, I think Artem Zub's their best right-handed defenseman, so he's going to be playing a prominent role. And from what you said, Ian, from what Ian Mendez said on the show, he's – very touted in Ottawa or highly touted. And he had a great second half to the season. If that carries, he's a lot to make this team in my eyes. And then uh, I have uh, Dmitry Orlov as in the second pair, just because veteran experience, he's got a bunch of games. He's proven he's a good left-handed defenseman. And then third pair is very defensive. I have Ladislav Gavrikov and Nikita Zaitsev. I think basically that's about as stalwart as you can get with a pairing. And then your extra is either Romanov or Zadorov. Probably Zadorov, honestly. But um, I can see a world where Romanov's on this team in some way, shape, or form. And come the goalies, uh, I think it's Vasilevsky and Bobrovsky. People will tell you that Bobrovsky's not going to make this team. They're lying. There's no way Bobrovsky doesn't make this team. And then um, the extra is interesting. I just said Shesterkin, so they give a young guy experience, kind of like what you were thinking with Carter Hart. But, um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking for Russia. Russia's just going to be a problem. They got a bunch of big forwards. Like, oh, man. Yeah, for goalies, I did not choose Bobrovsky at all. Um, so going through goalies, uh, my two goalies were Varlamov and Vasilevsky. Uh, Vasilevsky, without a doubt, no question, is their starting goalie. And it would not surprise me if he played all the games because I know he can handle that workload and play at a high level. Um, Semyon Varlamov has been great with the New York Islanders. I believe he was there in 2014, so I think he gets a backup role. And then again, kind of the same thing like Carter Hart, Giger, Shishchuk, and this young Russian goalie, who, if I'm not mistaken, was actually at the 2018 Olympics with the, with Russia, or sh- the Russian Olympic athlete, I think or whatever, was, yeah. whatever it is. I'm pretty sure he won gold, but anyways, uh, he I, I just don't see him getting over guys like Varlamov and Vasilevsky. Uh, defenseman, I had Vladislav Gavrikov, Dmitry Orlov. We had this, I'm pretty sure we had the same pairings anyways, so uh, Dmitry Orlov, Ivan Provorov, Mikhail Sergachev, Nikita Zadorov, Nikita Zaitsev, Artem Zub, and then extra Alexander Romanov. For forwards, I had Pavel Dushnevich, uh, Pavel Datsyuk, Denis Gurianov, Kirill Kaprizov, Nikita Kucherov, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Evgeny Malkin, Alex Ovechkin, Artemi Panarin, Alexander Radulov, Vadim Shipashov, Andrei Svechnikov, Vladimir Tirsenko, and then my extra was Evgeny Dodonov. Um, so Going on to my lines, I just chose Ovechkin, uh, Malkin, and Kucherov just because skill. I mean, again, it's kind of the same thing as Canada. There's just so much skill. I feel like you could organize it any way you wanted to. Uh, second line, I have Panarin, Datsuk, and Kaprizov. And like just thinking of how slick they are with their skill, like with their skill set, how they handle the puck, I feel that could be such an intriguing uh, second line. Um, 
Third line, I had Svechnikov, Kuznetsov, Tarasenko, kind of a heavy uh, third line there. And then uh, the fourth line, I had Guryanov, Shipachov, Radulov, and then my extra is Buchnevich. Um, So, yeah, when I was doing, when I was originally doing it, I think Malkin and Kuznetsov were my only centers. So I'm like, okay, I got to get Datsuk in there. And then I look at Shipachov. Uh, <laughs> everyone knows him as, like, he signed in Vegas and didn't play a game. But uh, he has over point per game in the KHL. So I just put him as a fourth-line center. Uh, defense, I had the exact same thing as you. And then goalies, of course, Vasilevsky and Varlamov. So, yeah. I like um, the forward court. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, too. Um, he'd probably just a lot to make this team now that I think about it. And, uh, yeah, I, I I like those lines a lot. Like, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Kucherov's on that top line. I just think – I think maybe they put him with Panarin for chemistry reasons, but, they, I mean – They can do whatever the hell they want. It's yeah. like, like, dude, rush this forward court is goofy. Like, that's – and then um, – I, I didn't say captains for this one, but I think it's Ovechkin's the captain and then Malkin's has got an A. And I would probably say if Datsuk's on the team, he's got an A. But if not, maybe someone like Radulov gets an A. So Yeah, so I had Ovechkin captain. I had Malkin an alternate, Datsuk alternate. And maybe this is a bit of a weird one, but I gave Gavrikov an alternate because I believe once hmm. – he was captain at the World Juniors for Russia. I believe he was on the 2018 team too. So he does have history of Russia. Okay. And I'm like, okay, a defenseman. It just felt weird having all of, like captains as forwards. I'm like, oh, I'll give it to defenseman here. And Gavrikov seemed like the best bet there, I guess. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Just a quick note, Jimmy, unfortunately I had to leave. But just personal reasons. But anyways, we'll, we'll continue on with it. Um, I guess, I guess, I guess uh, next podcast episode or whatever, the one after that, he can share the rest, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. On to Sweden. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Uh, you can go first this time. All right. Um, so goalies, uh, my three goalies, Robin Leonard, Jacob Markstrom, and then the extra is Linus Allmark. Uh, I think Robin Leonard is going to be the starter. Uh, onto the defenseman, I had Rasmus Anderson, Rasmus Dahlin, Matthias Ekholm, Victor Hedman, Eric Carlson, John Klingberg, Hampus Lindholm, and then my extra was Oliver Ekman Larson because I just don't see them not him not being on the team. So, yeah. Um, going on to forwards, Victor Arvidsson, Nicholas Backstrom, Andre Burkowski, Joel Eriksson Eck, Philip Forsberg, Patrick Hornfist, William Carlson, Gabriel Landeskog, Elias Lindholm, William Nylander, Elias Pedersen, Ricard Raquel, Mikhail Sabanaja, and then my extra was Michael Backlund from Calgary. On to lines now. My my uh First line is Landeskog, Pedersen, and Nylander. I think the most skilled uh, players at each uh, forward position. Just put it all together. Uh, second line, uh, Burkowski, Backstrom, and Lindholm. Uh, the third line, Forsberg, Zibanejad, and Arvidsson. Then the third line, or the fourth line, kind of a shutdown line here, Carlson, Erickson, Eck, and Raquel. And then Patrick Hornfist. I strictly brought him just so he could put him in front of the net on the power play and be a pain in the ass. Um, onto the defenseman, Hedman and Klingberg, which is just gross, nasty, like the size, the skating ability, the puck moving ability. Uh, second pairing, I had Ekholm and Carlson. They're probably going to be on the decline soon, but I still think they have some good hockey to give. And then my third pairing is Lindholm and Anderson. And then Rasmus Dahlin is the seventh defenseman. You can, again, you can mix and match however they want to. And then again, goalies, I have Leonard as a starter and then Markstrom as a backup. And for captains, I have Eric Carlson as the captain. Alternates, I have Matthias Ekholm, Victor Hemmen, and Nicholas Backstrom. I like that. Um, I, yeah, I really like those lines. I like the idea of having an offensive line. I didn't even think about that with this team because I, with the way their forward core is, I feel like you it, you can kind of do whatever you want with it, honestly, because they have such a good mixture of just different guys who can do different things, which, I mean, that sounds like very, like, 
like vague, but you know what I mean when I say that. Like you got two-way guys, you got shooters, you got playmakers, you got power forwards. They can kind of do whatever they want. And their back end's deep. So um, for my forwards, my top line, I went with Landis Gog, Backstrom, and Nylander because like I didn't even know this, but Nicholas Backstrom's like fifth all-time in Swedish scoring. Like he's up there already and he's, he hundred percent deserves that top line role. I think, especially since I think the last time he was at the Olympics, the Sedins were there and whatnot. So like, you know, he's not going to get that the gold medal game, anyway, but too. I think now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some so like I think that's the, this is his year to, yeah, this is his year for the top line role. Uh, second line. I went Forsberg, Patterson, Sabanajad. I think you just put, a bunch of skill together and it's going to find a way to work. Pedersen and Zibanejad, I think he'd be absolutely disgusting. And then Forsberg's a great shooter and can sometimes actually be a power forward if he needed to, because he's a big body. So I think that'll be very useful line. Third line. I uh, kind of went off the grid a little. I went Hornquist, Lindholm and Arvidsson. I think he makes a good two-way center with a good power forward and a good speed guy that could just lead to a lot of problems. For That's a, a pain in the ass to play against Arvidsson and exactly, uh, Hornquist. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And then Lindholm's just solid all around. So, and then my fourth line, I had Carlson, Erickson, Eck, and uh, Victor Olofsson, actually, because I think like Victor Olofsson's just going to be too useful to not have on the power play come at the Olympics because of his shot. And uh, I don't think they have that left-handed shot on this team. I mean, Pedersen to an extent would have that shot, but I wouldn't want to use Pedersen like that on the power play. This gives you a different, a different look that you could use in the power play, but that's strictly why I would take Olofsson. Extra forward was Raquel. And then defense, I almost had the same exact thing as you. I had Hedman and Carlson, just because I think they're going to give Carlson the top pairing role. Oh, that's true, experience. I guess. Yeah. Um, and then Ekholm, Klingberg, you know, two, two of their better defensemen. Uh, third pairing, I actually went Lindholm and Adam Larson. I think Adam Larson's going to get a, a lot of recognition for his defensive play over the last few seasons. Ooh, that's and a good if he pick. starts hot in Seattle. Yeah, and if he starts hot in Seattle, he'll definitely get a look. And then uh, I had Darlene as my seventh, but I had OEL making the team too as an extra, just because, like you said, there's no way OEL doesn't make this. That's like Drew Doughty with Canada. It's like Seth Jones with the US. (laughs) 100%. And then I I had the exact same goalies as you through and through Leonard, Markstrom, Molmark. And then captains, I had Carlson as the captain. I had Landeskog and Backstrom with the A's and Hedman with another A. I think you have three. But um, yeah, that that was my team suite. All right, on to the final country, America, United States. Um, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Nah. Uh, I'll start off. I'll lead for my country. <laughs> my country, all right. My country. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I'm going to actually have a couple hot takes on this list because one thing I don't think it's taken into account when a lot of fans are doing this is there's not a lot of uh, veteran leadership on the teams that they're picking. And I think that's going to be a big role because there's still some very good players that can make this team that people don't expect. So I think top line, just full skill. You, and this is barring health, obviously. Alex DeBrinkett, Jack Eichel, Patrick Kane. You just stack that, that line because yeah. they've done it before at the World Championships. It is disgusting. Second line, I think, is where it gets fun. I have Matthew Kachuk, Austin Matthews, and Jake Gensel because – I think that is a line where they just have such a mix of skill shooting and just annoying crap out of another team. Like those are big boys on that line. And I think that could just be a force for a lot of teams and you got the best goal scorer in the world, arguably on the team. So that helps too. And then um, third line, a little off the grid. I got Brady Kachuk, Joe Pavelski and Kyle Connor. I like Um, Joe Pavelski has been on every team like for since I think, 
I, he, I don't think he was on the 06 team, but he was, he was on 2010 and 2014. Yeah. yeah. And he's just last year, he had 25 goals, which I think was super slept on. No one even and realized he had that a very good defensive season. Exactly. And, um, he was, he was a captain at, uh, I know the world or the world cup of hockey or whatever for them. I think he's just a lock to make it, especially with this bounce back last year, Kyle Connor and Brady Kachuk are just two of the most electric wingers you've got. And I think the Kachuk brothers are going to have to be on separate lines. Cause then you have two ways. Of That's just too much crap yeah. out of people. You could do it on one line if you need to, but it's just like, I think if you put one on each line, it's, you could just make a lot of problems or even swap to bring it with one of the Kachuks. Cause just, have him protect Kane every shift. And then the fourth line, I have Max Pacioretty, Dylan Larkin, and Brock Besser. Um, Max Pacioretty is definitely making this team. He's still amazing. Uh, Dylan Larkin's the best center they have left right now, unless Jack Hughes is like a point per game going into the Olympics. That's the only way Dylan Larkin doesn't make it, in my opinion. And then Brock Besser, I think, is one of the best wingers they still got on the roster. And I think, if I recall, his defensive game's not terrible, so that helps. But – this is where the hot take comes. I have two extras and it's JT Miller and Blake Wheeler. Johnny Gaudreau is not making this Olympic team. Ooh. Like there's no way Blake Wheeler is getting there from experience. He's been on the 2010 and the 2014 Olympic teams. People I think forget how good break Blake Wheeler still is. Yeah. Analytics go burr with his red stats, but the guy's still one of the best playmakers in the game and guy knows how to put the puck in the back of the net with needed. And I think he's, he could arguably the second, be the second or third best playmaker on this team behind Eichel and Kane. So that's very necessary at times. Um, defense, I think it could get a little fun. Um, I kind of was like, I'm still kind of, all right, I'm just going to say it. I'm going full shutdown top pair. I'm going Ryan McDonough, Charlie McAvoy. Ryan McDonough has had probably the best 18 months for the quietest best 18 months out of any defenseman in the NHL, I think, just because he's not like, he's not the first. He's playing behind Victor Hedman. (laughs) But he was incredible in the play. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He was incredible in the playoffs this year. He was incredible in the shortened season. He's just been, and he's been on every um, Olympic team, 2010 and 2014. I think that's the better leadership they need on that back end. And then Charlie McAvoy is the USA's best defenseman, in my opinion. I know they got a couple of Norris winners on there, but I still believe that. Um, second pairing is Jacob Slavin, Adam Fox. That's Adam Fox will make this team. The guy just won a Norris. Uh, Jacob Slavin is probably their be- second or third best left-handed defenseman. Third pairing, I went uh, Zach Rowenski and John Carlson. Uh, John Carlson is definitely making this team. There's not a doubt in my mind. And Zach, or, or Zach Rowenski is a fantastic left-handed defenseman. Uh, two extras, I had Hughes and Seth Jones. You could, there could be an argument for Jeff Petrie over Seth Jones, I think. But uh, I mean, I Stan would, but, GM, yeah. Seth Jones. Yeah, Seth Jones is making this team because it's Stan Bowman. But uh, goalies, I had Hellebuck, Gibson, Debco. I think Hellebuck gets the nod. Um, there could be a world where Gibson gets the nod. I could see that. But Connor Hellebuck's one of Vesna. Like, come on. He's, he, yeah, he's he just been has, better the past couple of years. This will be the best def- defense Connor Hellebuck's ever had in front of him. <laughs> Yes. This is going to be, I this USA this USA team. It may not look like it on paper, but this team's going to cause every team in this tournament oh, problems definitely. if yeah. they actually play their game. Because that's my thing. Like you got winners on this team, clearly, like guys who've won cups. You have guys with experience, but then you got a couple guys who know how to disappear when it matters. So that's where my concern comes in. Like guys like Eichel haven't been on the big stage before. Matthews has, you know, on and off. Sometimes he's a goal of game. Sometimes he's a ghost. Kachuk kind of. The guys I'm not worried about, Kane, Gensel, Pacioretty, like Pavelski, I think they're all money in the bank to do great. Like, 
I don't know. I think this team could just be a force. And I'm I don't biased, want to play so. the U.S. at all. So <laughs> I'm biased. And then uh, captains, Kane's the captain. Pavelski's got an A. And then McDonough's got an A. And then I'd probably give the third A to either Matthews or – nah, I'd give the third one to Matthews. Yeah, i give the third one to Matthews. Yeah, so I had pretty much the same team as you. Goalies, uh, John Gibson, Connor Hellbuck. I have Hellbuck being the starting goalie. Thatcher Demko is the extra. Defenseman, I have the same as you. Adam Fox, Quinn Hughes, Seth Jones, Charlie McAvoy, Ryan McDonough, Jacob Slavin, Zach Wierenski, and then my extras, John Carlson. Um, forwards, Brock Besser, Kyle Connor. So this is where I defer from you. I don't have JT Miller, Blake Wheeler. I actually kind of like Blake Wheeler, JT Miller. It's it's debatable, but this is what I have. So Brock Besser, Kyle Connor, Alex mm-hmm. DeBrinkett, Jack Eichel. John, I do have Johnny Gaudreau making the team. Uh, Jake Gensel. I have Jack Hughes making the team as well because I think Quinn Hughes okay. makes it, and I feel like he's gonna have a hot start to the season. I feel. He's yeah, that's not- why I said if Jack Hughes starts off hot, I, I can totally see a world where he makes it. Sorry. <laughs> um, But I just feel like it's more kind of like a pick, like I've been saying with guys like Carter Hart, where maybe he won't get a prominent playing time, but he's going to be the future of that that team. So that's why I kind of had him on. Uh, Joe Pavelski, I have on the team. Uh, Patrick Kane, uh, Dylan Larkin, Austin Matthews, Max Pacioretty, Brady, and both the Kachuk brothers. So for my lines, I had the same first line as you, Debrinkit, Eichel, and Kane. Um. The second line, you had Blake Wheeler on your second line, right, with Matthews and Kachuk? Oh, uh, Gensel. Oh, Gensel. So, yeah, kind of the same thing as you. I drove Matthews, Kachuk. I like uh, just the pain in the ass. I, I like drove being able to feed the puck to Austin Matthews and then Matthew Kachuk just wrecking havoc. The third line is just all-out offense and skill. Uh, Kyle Connor, Jack Hughes, and Brock Besser. Um, fourth line, uh, it's it, – I wouldn't say it's like a defensive line, but it's not going to be easy to play against. I have Pacioretty, Larkin, and Gensel, and then my extras, Brady Kachuk. Um, again, there's just so much talent. I could put Joe Pavelski in there. I, I have no problem with like putting him in there for like Jack Hughes or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, defense. I, what what is a uh, what is a uh, is it Q or Babcock? Ty goes to the veteran. That's that's where my mind goes with Pavelski. So <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's yeah. Um. So defense, I had Slavin and McAvoy. So kind of the same thing. Slavin's also a very good shutdown defenseman as well. So, yeah. And then second pairing, also a great shutdown (laughs) defensive pairing with McDonough and Fox. And then third pairing, I went. man. Yeah. And then third pairing, I just went Wierenski and Jones because they played together in Columbus. And I just feel like with Stan Bowman as the GM of this team that he's going to, he's going to like vie. Or he's gonna oh, go. Yeah. To, he's gonna go to Mike Sullivan. I believe Mike Sullivan's a coach. Yeah, he's gonna go to him and be mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I want, I want Jones playing." And then Quinn Hughes is the extra. <laughs> Quinn Hughes as the seventh defenseman, just because he could go on the power play or whatever. And then John Carlson's the extra. You can switch him and Hughes again. Just so much talent. And then goal is of course Hellebuck and Carl Gibson. As for captains, I had the same thing as you. I had Kane as captain, uh, McDonough alternate, Pavelski alternate, and then Matthews alternate. Yeah, I, I mean, like like we said, USA's decor, we talked about it for months, was going to be nasty. And, like, just looking at it on paper, hey, there's there's so many different ways you could run those line combos. Like, same with Canada, I feel like. Canada and the U.S., you could literally run a completely different top six every night, and it would probably work. Um, there's a lot of other teams where I think they're kind of locked into having a top four, and it's going to be really interesting to see how these two teams use those luxuries. You know what I mean? Because they – 
like especially Canada because Canada's Canada's got these options left, right, and center at forward, and the defense is surprisingly better than I thought it was. Gonna oh, be. Yeah. same with the goaltending too. I'm like, because mm-hmm. I was thinking this whole time, Dowdy's gonna make the team, Burns is gonna make the team, and then Goys is gonna be like Bennington. But like just seeing how Price has played, how Flurry has played, even though they're older, they're gonna still be great options. Yeah, like. I really hate this hot take, but if a guy like Burns or Dowdy makes the team, it's definitely over guys like Chicken or Pellick. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, and it's yeah. going to suck because those would probably be their two They're best way more deserving. Defensemen. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just better in their own yeah. end, which is a thing. But, like, you know, like the one thing we got to take into account with the Olympics, too, is like this could be a lot of guys' last shot at the can at the Olympics. So they might give a couple of like guys in their early to mid. Exactly. Dowdy and Burns. So. Like I, another hot take for Canada is man. If Taves is hot, there's he's gonna make that team. He's like he's a squad. Yeah, he's a team. He's a team Canada staple. Like exactly. Like if the Olympics don't have Taves, it's gonna feel weird. Honestly, it's weird. I know. Like I, I personally, I don't think he's deserving. But no, not because not because he's bad, but because he's kind of like there's just so many other good players. Yeah, I'm just saying if he's a point per game, don't be surprised if he makes. Oh, not at all. And he'll be the alternate if he doesn't make it. That that's, oh yeah. Um, yeah, those the teams are going to be interesting for sure. Oh, this is without a doubt the most like stacked tournament hockey tournament probably ever. Even though, so even though we Canada and the US is in the same uh, what is it the same group as uh, Germany and China <laughs> or China, man. I know. Oh my gosh, China's going to get cooked. I feel like Germany can hang in there, but China will not. Think, yeah. Man, this is gonna be not fun to watch. For well, it's gonna be fun for us, but like to grow the game in China, Connor McDavid like, yeah. and like fifty goals and just breaking the ankles of all these defensemen. There's there's gonna be like a revenge arc for China in like twenty <laughs> years of just like a class of fucking young kids who just hate Team USA in Canada <laughs> and they just get super skilled and they eventually beat one of them at a tournament. Hey, oh if that's gosh. what we need to do to grow the game, then I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> oh man, what are the other two things? I want to look it up because I know Canada, U.S., Germany, and mm-hmm. but I just want to check the uh, the other ones. Uh, 2022 Winter Olympics. Oh boy, just trying to fill in the Winter Olympics hockey. Oh, uh, there we go. I believe I got it. And yeah, so Group A, Canada, United States, Germany, China. Group B, Russia, Czech Republic, Switzerland, and Denmark. And Group C, Finland, Sweden, Slovakia, and Latvia. Um, Obviously, we didn't do all the rosters because uh, the main rosters we did, even you doing the Czech Republic, most of it's NHL players, but I feel countries like Germany, a lot of like probably Lock, half of yeah. it's yeah half of it's going to be from Europe, uh, Denmark, uh, Switzerland, Slova- even Slovakia, uh, China. I don't even know who is a, like who would be on Team China to be honest. But, no idea. Yeah, um, just kind of looking at the from the Blackhawks end of things. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury is probably going to make the Canadian team. United States, it's going to be DeBrincat, Kane, and Jones. Uh, Germany, it's Lucas Reichel is probably going to make that team. 
100%. Um, Russia. Dominic Cahoon over previous Blackhawks. Yeah. Oh, if we're stuff. going off previous Blackhawks, there's a lot in the They're team. everywhere. But yeah. Yeah. Current Blackhawks. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that we can go all day with previous. No. Oh, yeah. We don't have anyone in Russia, Czech Republic, uh, Dominic Kubalik. Switzerland. Throwing Philip- David Camp in there because he's been on the team forever. <laughs> yeah. Don't care. <laughs> Philip Kurashev on uh, Switzerland. Uh, no one on Denmark. Uh, don't think anyone on Finland. No one on Sweden. I think that's it, to be honest. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm tra- I'm like really trying to think. Like- unless Kevin Lang, unless Flurry gets hurt and then Kevin Lankin just goes on a heater, then maybe he makes Team Finland. But like, there's just so many ifs, ands, or buts. If Rask middle. isn't healthy, I could see Lankin in as a third. Yeah, that, me that's too. That's definitely a thing. Especially but, um- with that 2019 World Championship you had where you like, was amazing. He actually shut out Russia or held him the one goal or something. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure right. he beat Canada, like, let one goal in or even shut out. I can't remember, but yeah. You know, that's Malkin. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, who do you think's, like, the best roster? I, I still think it's Canada. Oh, me too. Like, yeah. I don't want to be biased, but, like, come on. <laughs> Literally, you have McDavid and McKinnon. <laughs> and Crosby. <laughs> and Crosby. And Bergeron. And, and Point. And just on and, and on. Barzell. And Huberdeau. And Martian. And O'Reilly. And Stamkos. Let's go on and guy on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, if you asked me this, like, even, like, at the beginning of the year or last year or whatever, like I would have been skeptical about Canada just because of kind of where the goaltending or defense was at, but just watching uh, forwards, there's never a doubt. Like again, McDavid, McKinnon, Crosby, blah, blah, blah. You go on and on. Um, But the defense I was kind of worried about the goaltending. I was worried about because I do not want Jordan Binton to be the main goalie. And I don't think he is going to be, to be honest, he could be the third goalie, but as long as he doesn't get playing time, it doesn't matter. But I think Fleury and Price are going to be perfectly fine. Um, defense, even if they do add like a Dowdy or Burns, I still feel like their de- defense is good enough to overcome. Like they're just, they're so strong. But this is like the one turn- tournament where like probably the first tournament in my lifetime where I'm like scared of other teams. Cause like 2010, there, there was up- ups and downs of that tournament. I-, I think we even lost to the US in the qualifying round before we, mm-hmm. we won in the gold medal game. But 2014, that was like autopilot. Like I had no doubt in my mind we were going to buzz through that tournament. <laughs> no problem. But uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous this year because there's some going to be some good teams. Am I going to be surprised if Canada wins? Absolutely not. But I'm also not going to be surprised if another team takes it. 100%. Uh, U.S., if they don't get a medal, I'm going to be super fucking Oh, pissed. yeah, because like, they, didn't, they didn't get one last time, They should be a right? lock for silver. No, they fucking came in fourth. To no, that's right. They lost to Finland. Finland wasn't that's even right. as good as they were now. It's fucking stupid. I remember because Kane missed a penalty. That's right. That that's game. right. It was so stupid. Oh, oh my god. god. All the these memories come back so to me. <laughs> Why, like, I had such a fucking sour taste in my mouth for Team USA. That and the World Cup of Hockey just. Oh did yeah, it definitely. Just, oh god, terrible. But there's just too much young talent now. They can't not ignore the young talent. And I know Stan Bowman's not going to, as stupid as he is with, like, the Blackhawks sometimes. There's he too much good, good talent, talent to not screw it up, yeah. Yeah, he knows good talent when he sees it. And I think Mike Sullivan's going to put damn good line combos together, honestly. Because he, the guy knows how to make it work in Pittsburgh all the time. And the thing that Mike Sullivan does good in Pittsburgh that I like is he knows how to spread out the talent. And, like, having – he's kind of got the Pittsburgh set up with the two centers with Eichel and Matthews. So – he can kind of, you know, work the puzzle pieces from there. And then the back end is gross for us. So that's oh, why I, I, I would even I, say I have a lot of faith. I yeah. wouldn't go on and say it's better got, than Canada's. Like, not much yeah. better, but I think it's a little better. I got, I got like 100% faith in them. Like, it, they, this is the most confident I've been in the Team USA team. And it's because of their defense and goaltending. 
And the fact that they have at least five or six forwards, I'm hundred percent confident and are going to show up. So it's the opposite for me. That's we'll just see. probably the least confident I've been in. I'm still very incredibly confident, but like compared to 2014, yeah. I'm not as the chip on your shoulder is not as big anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I think that the, the five teams that are going to be uh, fighting for a gold medal, I think it's going to be Canada, us, Russia, Finland, Sweden. I think those are going to be the five teams and two of them are not going to get any medals. Which is a shame. I will say one thing. Czech Republic could surprise the people if their defense, it like the thing that's going to do the Czech Republic is if it's going to have to be like Morazic going off. But who knows? Yeah. He might. Who so. knows? Like we saw Christian Grzybowski's almost steal, almost beat Canada single handedly by himself. It's happened before, and I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in 2006, Martin Gerber got like a 50 safe shutout against Canada. So anything could happen in the Olympics. <laughs> Gotta love the Olympics. Can't wait. Oh, I'm 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 so excited. Like you know, like obviously I would I would want to see Canada win again to maintain that status, but I, I would love to see the US win. I think that'd be so awesome. I what the last time they would have won would have been the Miracle on Ice, right? I can't remember. Yep. Unless yeah. they won in the nineties that I can't remember, but I don't know. No, I don't did. think so. Because ninety eight yeah. was the Czech Republic. I think ninety four was Sweden. I can't remember the rest, but I don't think the US has won gold. Yeah, I think the, I'm gonna look that up, but yeah. Um I think it would be awesome to see Finland win it. I don't think they've won a gold medal in Olympic hockey. Uh, Sweden has won it before. I think it was 2006. I mean, Russia and Sweden, I wouldn't really, like, it doesn't matter to me. But, like, I think my three favorite teams to win a gold medal, even though I'm Canadian, I would, I would love to see the U.S. win the gold medal. I think that would be cool to just watch it. I know a lot of people will hate, but I think Kane captaining the Team USA would just shut up a bunch of people. I would love that. Um oh, yeah. The brink kid getting a gold medal, I think that would be cool. And Seth Jones, whether or not he plays good or bad, hey, that's how you get a chip on your defenseman's shoulder for the next nine years. Get him a gold medal the first year. Like, <laughs> come on, like what it did to the Hawks, dude, in 2010. Like that team had so much swagger because of the 2010 Olympics. I think they came back and they were just ready to roll. Like, you know, 2014, they were literally one goal away from winning the cuff. Yeah, like who knows? Like I'm pretty sure Duncan Keith won the Norse both years that he played in the Olympics. So holy shit, he did. That's actually really funny. Can't wait for Keith to win the Norris this year. <laughs> <laughs> On Edmonton. Or no, Kale makes... McCarr's Kale McCarr's gonna take that mantle now. Oh, that's that's <laughs> a, yeah. Um Finland, I just love Finland so much. They're so you can't get mad when you lose to Finland, honestly. Like they're the one country where it's like, oh, it's Finland. And it's like I can't even get mad if anyone loses to Sweden. I'm gonna be honest. If USA loses to Sweden, I'm gonna not be happy. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, but like I, I just, feel no, you go ahead, sorry. Yeah. I just don't think like I agree with you with um Finland to where I would be I think Finland has a better chance of surprising people than Swit or than Sweden. My thing with Sweden, it's just like either they're going to be good enough to make noise or they're just not going to get enough offense, which is surprising to say because they have great talent on that team. It's just, I don't know, man. Like what's a, what's their third line going to do stacked up against the Canada's third line or Russia's third line or USA's third line. Hell, even Finland, like Finland's going to give them a run for their money. Like, geez, like you're telling me Hornquist, Lindholm and Arvidsson can go toe to toe with like, Fucking Mark Stone and Ryan O'Reilly? No. no. <laughs> Pavel Buchnevich and fucking uh, Sveshnikov and shit? No. Okay. Like, so, what I kind of want to do is like superlatives, I guess. Who has the best goaltending in this tournament? Uh, probably Canada. Just, oh, mm, mm, yeah, Canada. Want to hear mine? I almost said Russia. I was going to say mm. Russia just because of Vasilevsky, and I think Varlamov yeah. is good enough. So, I'm going to go Russia. 
Yeah, uh, defense. Okay. I'm going to go. USA. Yeah, USA as well. And then forwards, Canada. Yeah, Canada's got forwards in the bag. Uh, who do you think wins gold medal? Oh, I'm homering, dude. It's happening. It's coming home this year. If it's if it's gonna be a year, if it's gonna be any year, it's gonna be this year, or they're gonna be like out it before the medal round. Or something. that's true. Like it's gonna be like 2014 over again, or when mm-hmm. they're first gold in what 40 years. Yeah, like it's not heartbreaking. Obviously, it's gonna suck if Canada loses, especially the U.S. <laughs> game. But like, uh, yeah, it would be so cool to see the U.S. one. Like, I have no problem with that happening, just as long as it's not at the expense of Canada in the gold medal game. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Um, no, but uh, I'm gonna go off the board. I think Russia wins. I think Vasilevsky, like, I like that pick. I think, I think Vasilevsky just pulls a hashik like in '98 and just steals the tournament. And also, and also, their team is good enough to win. So, their forwards are gross. Like, you could argue they might have the best forward core, but like, their bottom six, it gets questionable. But like, in terms of just pure fucking talent, like, Russia's right up there. Russia's gonna be deep. Oh man, and their defense is competent now. Six might be the. Mm-hmm. It's not as like suspect. Like Andre Markov's not your top pairing guy. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect to Andre Markov, but it's just like <laughs> Provorov and you know. Sergachev are better. Even Orlov and Zubar. Hundred percent. But yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting. I I bet with that my stance on that's probably gonna change I, again. Although Canada see one, but I I think it's gonna be a one weird more. year. I think yeah. One more thing. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, you go ahead. Yeah. One more thing to take into account is uh, I I know the WIC rules is like everyone that goes has to be vaccinated or something like that. So I think I, I think everyone in the NHL is going to get vaccinated. Just I'm pretty of the sure protocols are. Yeah. Oh, they're terrible, but, and which is good because yeah. that's like I agree on an NHL for one thing. Like you basically can do nothing if you don't have if you're not vaccinated. Exactly. So I really hope that doesn't hold back any good talent from going. That's all. No, I, I, I don't think it is. I think what is it like 90 or 95% of the whole NHL is vaccinated. I think, yeah. I don't think, I don't think there's going to be problems. And, but we did, That's we did good. see, we did see, I don't know if you saw this, but one of the assistant coaches in Columbus got fired. Like it said he resigned, but then Yarmo Kekalainen is like, no, I fired him. Cause he didn't get, he refused to get a vaccination. Oh shit. Nice. What an idiot. Yeah, uh. <laughs> that's like the dumbest shit to me. And then they'll go and cry about it on Facebook or something. And it's like, dude, you're you're not a victim. You're just an idiot. Nah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they'll spew their anti-vax shit, their anti-mask, whatever you know. I'll do um, my research. Someone who's never done research in their fucking life. I, like, not a scientist, am going to do my research. But uh. <laughs> anyways. I there's so much of that we could get into. I I don't want to. I, I wanted this to be a happy podcast, but uh um yeah, do you have anything else to add? Um no, I think we're good here. I, I'm excited. Uh I'm oh, excited I'm how excited. Been eight years, man. Olympics. Seriously. I was 13 the last time the Olympics were, like World like, Cup of Hockey was like the closest we got, and now nah. they're gonna have all that young talent from Team North America integrated. To, like it's gonna be fun. Oh, 100%. Uh, like, regardless of the outcome, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. We definitely got to hear Jimmy's list when um, he gets Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I, I want to hear his perspective. Because I think I'll have a different one on a couple teams. So. Oh, definitely. And, uh, yeah, next show we have Scott Powers, and then we'll kind of just yeah. add that on to that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, we can end it off here. Uh, before we end it off, I just want to shout out my incredible parents. Uh, we are recording this on Monday night, but uh, their anniversary is September 14th. It's uh, 25 years they've been married. I'm so fucking lucky to have uh, great parents that are so kind, hardworking, and funny, and just honest and all that stuff. I'm I'm so blessed with the parents I got. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like just shout out to them. 25 years, awesome. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, get vaccinated. If you're in Canada, go vote. I think it's on Monday. So yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in and uh, enjoy the rest of your, well, we're recording this Monday night. Enjoy your Tuesday day, I guess. Uh, peace out, y'all.